Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. It's almost Father's Day. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to Tweet Trends. We are on the heels of Father's Day. Where did the year go? We're at Father's Day already. But you know what? I struggle with Father's Day. It's bittersweet for me because although my my husband, he's a father and I enjoyed seeing him celebrated with the kids and whatnot, that's the sweet part. The bitter part, the tough part, to swallow is the fact that my own father is no longer with us. He passed back in 2018 and ever since then I've had a tough time with Father's Day. On top of that, his birthday is tomorrow, the 17th. So with his birthday being when it is, there have been so many years when his birthday and Father's Day coincided and for some strange reason, I don't know, it's kind of weird, I thought that was the coolest thing. Like, oh my gosh, my dad's birthday and Father's Day all wrapped up into one. So yeah, I would get a big kick out of it when the two would fall at the same time. But, you know, he would have been turning 90 tomorrow. And that's tough. It's tough to think about. My dad was my superhero. He was invincible. I never imagined life without my dad. Now, when his siblings passed, I was sad, you know, but in my mind, they were mortals. My dad, he was different. And, you know, although in looking at my husband and his relationship with the kids, I didn't have that type of relationship with my dad. I don't remember moments snuggling up with him on the couch or anything because honestly, my dad had his chair and that's what he sat in so there was no squeezing up in his chair with him to snuggle or anything like that um but it didn't matter because that's not that wasn't my life Uh, I love it for my daughter that she gets to do that but when you think about the fact that my dad would have been turning 90 tomorrow that lets you know when he grew up so he grew up in Jim Crow, segregation, civil rights act era, you know, he he came through all of that stuff and I think part of that is why he was a superhero in my eyes because you know, he did all of that, he went into the military, traveled the world, you know, did big things for his family so that we could have a life that was better than what he had. Um and when I when I reflect back on those things about him and what he did for us and what he means to me, that's a big part of why this time period is so difficult for me. Um, you know, I put on a, a I put on a happy face and outwardly I look fine, I'm sure, but inwardly it's tough even to this day. And I went through grief counseling, um, but it's still something about this time period 
where when Father's Day rolls around, the regrets come in like, oh, I wish that I would have talked to my dad about ABC, XYZ or, you know, but he was the strong, silent type. So he wasn't big on giving you too much of the tea. You know, (laughs) you'll get a little bit, but, you know, at some point he's going to cut it off and be like, yep, you got enough. Go run along with that information. (sighs) Yeah, but I guess bottom line is I miss my dad. So as I listened to the radio this morning, um, pretty much every morning I listen to Sway in the Morning. It's a show on Sirius XM, uh, Shade 45. Listening to them this morning, they interviewed Iman Shumpert and his brother. Um, If you follow the NBA, then you probably know him from playing for one of those teams. I don't know, but I know him from winning Dancing with the Stars. (laughs) So... (laughs) I think that was season 30 for Dancing with the Stars. But anyway, they have this podcast and the name of the podcast is Iman Among Men. And in this podcast, like their focus is for men to have a safe place to be vulnerable and have these discussions about like fatherhood and relationships and mental health and all those things like that. And I think that's really awesome. However, their podcast looks like it only focuses on famous guys. So I've brought my resident expert in to uh, answer a question for me in regards to this. Um, Let me uh, first say, hey, honey. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Um, Question for you. Is there a place for your average Joe to go and be able to be vulnerable and express themselves? What what do you guys do? Uh, the short answer is no. Um, the little bit longer answer is people do methods or elements of that in barbershop talks. So when people talk about going out to the barbershop and just chopping it up there, some people go there, get the beard trimmed, get the hair cut. Some just go down there to shoot the breeze, chop it up, talk sports, talk junk, talk whatever. However, in that setting, that is not a true setting where the average Joe can be vulnerable because that's typically there. There are some real talks that occur there now. Um, but in most cases, it's not going to be something that you can reveal and have that support group. So I would say that if somebody is in a men's group with trusted agents that you feel safe that you can talk to, um, situations like that allow a better opportunity for men to have a, uh, a place of vulnerability. So then you have to seek it out. You have to figure out a place. Like, I guess if you have a best friend, then maybe that type of person. Uh, maybe, but, but even in some best friend scenarios, it it may be something that revolves around a best friend. So you can't really talk about that, that to that person. Mm -hmm. Right. So you you may have, uh, people that are outside of that bubble or in a different group, different circle that you go in to be able to get to the root of a lot of different things. Uh, one thing I've seen in this, uh, era of COVID is with a lot of the online groups. And so, 
through our church, they have a group called Mandatory Perspectives. And so that has been a, an opportunity for me to kind of get in on, on a group session with uh, people a couple times. I think I've been on there two or three times. And to just talk about whatever the topic of the day is. And um, there's been some good discussions on there. So things like that give you an opportunity, give you a forum to have trusted agents around that you can um, get into deep talks. Hmm. You think there's an opportunity for a business there? Like you can rent a friend? <laughs> there's, a, there's an opportunity for a business everywhere. However, it depends on the type of business, right? Just saying business, is it for-profit or non-profit? If it's for-profit, then you run into the risk of the resources, the information being enough to keep you coming back to say more. And it may not be the true um, forum to validate, to bounce back, to question, to challenge positions. Um, if it's nonprofit, in the case of the ones that I mentioned earlier, I think that's where it's more likely to be more genuine. Hmm. We're going to have to toss that idea around. Let's toss it. I want to talk about before we wrap this episode up but before we do i want to kind of reflect back on what my husband was talking about just now um it makes sense that it's difficult for men to find a place where they can be vulnerable because of all of the stereotypes that are on what masculinity is supposed to look like and how men are supposed to carry themselves and oh you can't show emotion you have to do this you have to do that so it makes full sense why it would be difficult for them to find a space. So it's refreshing to know that there are people out there that are challenging those stereotypes and um, expectations that, that have been placed on men since the beginning of time. And, you know, for them to be able to be vulnerable and be authentically themselves and not have to worry about somebody throwing it back in their face so um, if you're a man out there listening and you have the resources to try to uh, pull some men together, that's my challenge to you. That's my challenge to you to celebrate with the other men in your life by letting them know that they have a safe, a safe place and space with you. Now, this last topic is more of a question of opinion. What do you think? Um listening to a different radio show, I was listening to Heather B. Live, and they were talking about single mothers and people wishing them a happy Father's Day. And some women called in and they were all for it. They're like, yes, give me my credit because I had to be the mama and the daddy. There were other women that were like, no, just because I'm the single parent doesn't make me the mother and the father. My child has a father and, you know, that title is for them. I wonder what you think. Hit me up on my social and let me know. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I want to know what you think. What is your opinion on wishing a single mother a happy Father's Day? Is it good? Is it in poor taste? Does it really matter? You tell me. You know where to find me. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at HeyYvette. That's at H-E-Y-E-V-E-T-T-E. Or just look for the hashtag Tweet Trends. Have a great weekend and I'll see you back here again on Tuesday.